Hello everybody, welcome to the Calgary Bros Football Podcast. This is Uncle CB here, and you've got Victor Speck over there. What's up, y'all? What's going on? Everything is going on, guys. Thursday recording because we just can't record on time. <laughs> <laughs> Man, we've just been getting busy. We got work. You know, obviously some people falling asleep. <laughs> some people are tired, which is warranted right it's a, it's starting to get to another busy season for both of us so um you know football is getting in gear again coaching is picking up again new season is coming up so yeah it's just what it is so just bear with us and you know guys seriously no excuses man that's it we just didn't record man that's right all right so that right yeah <laughs> now we're recording you know yeah uh but um yeah guys like Happy Thursday. Mm-hmm. You know you know why I like Thursdays, bro? Uh, you know why I like Thursdays? Why? <laughs> because of, oh, oh. Yes. Oh, oh. I, fu- I fucking love Thursdays because it's the day for Europa League, bro. Yes, and guess there, who's joining there is, you? <laughs> there is no, there is, there is no, uh, how do I put it? Uh I forgot what I was gonna say, but like, there's no bigger achievement than, being, no, yeah, than no, being in the Europa. The, the Europa is like what everybody strives for to get yeah. into, man. <laughs> <laughs> Juventus, Barcelona, Atletico, Chevilla. Well, some of those teams didn't even make it to the Europa, did they? Atletico, I think, made it to Europa. Juve did not, right? Juve, well, well Juve could possibly make it or may not make it. By next week, who knows, bro? But all I can just say, man, goddamn, God bless Barcelona. Europa League this year is gonna be the league. It's you know gonna what I'm be hot. Yeah, Champions League's a joke. Who even is in Champions League? <laughs> no other team else left in the Champions gonna League, bro. Be, it's gonna be hot. It's gonna be an eye opener for a lot of people, man. The eye opener for sure. But um, guys, yeah. You know, we haven't had a chance to chat about like you know the the big the big game of the weekend, Manchester United against Chelsea. Yes. Look, these two teams should just like call it a draw. <laughs> like next game, It'll they be should a just draw. they should just pause everything and just say, guys, this game is going to be a draw. We are not. Um, We're not playing to win. We're not playing to lose. Mm-hmm. Just go out there, have fun. Mm, all right. Get a fitness session in. Yeah. And call it a day. Yeah. That's it. So anyway, um, how do you see the game, man? How did I see the? I saw the game as very. Uh, just real quick, just a quick, quick note. Mm. It was very dominant for Manchester United at some points, but then obviously you know Chelsea picked up. It was end to end, but I would say majority of the of the chances went over to Manchester United side. They were the more threatening side. Yeah. Right. This is crazy, man. Yeah. Um, but no, I like. I just wanted to get that quick comment because um, you know, today we'll talk about United. Um, I know we'll talk about what's gone on in the Champions League mm-hmm. um, and the potential of you know what teams could be dropping onto the Europa League. So, uh, as Vic just mentioned, quick time. That game, we had more chances in the first half. Right? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I don't know, man. I don't know. Like, I don't think we created enough mm. from the chances we got. But you know that's I mean? that's because you guys were being stifled in some sports, right? Of of, of attack. 
Yeah, I know. I know what you're saying, right? But like, I just, I just, a, I just don't think this team still creates enough quality chances mm-hmm. to warrant, you know, the 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 win. Yeah, and hence we didn't get the win. Mm-hmm. Right? I don't think we do that. I think that we struggle uh, to create as many chances as we should, and that game could have run away easily from you guys yeah. in the first half. These guys just have a lot of passive players, I believe. Quite a few passive players. Okay. How do you say that? Who do you say? Who's passive on the team from what you've seen so far? Sancho. Right. Yeah. Um, Anthony was a little bit passive as well. Yeah. Because if you were hungry enough, he, I think he would have scored a goal. He would have at least begged one. Yeah. Um, he missed that big chance in the end of the, like closer to the end of the first half. Yes, yes. Yeah. He, he also hit the post. He also right hit foot. the post. Um, he hit the post once. Uh, I think Kepa's t- his fingertips got it over there and pushed it there. Um, I also believe, like, if Ant- when Anthony gives those really daft passes, you know, when he cuts it and puts the inverted passes in, he needs to boost it to the freaking net. Mm. But the way he's running is like he's just taking a jug. I'm taking a jug trying to get over there. And this is, sorry, who? Anthony. Anthony, yeah, Anthony. yeah. I, I think so. But, yeah. like, Anthony is a... I think, he's, still, he's still class, though. Yeah, yeah. He's still class. A- Anthony, is a, Anthony is a one-trick pony. He loves his left foot. Yeah, absolutely. This guy lives and dies by his left foot. Yeah. But, well, I mean, like, there's some... Obviously, you know, we spoke about this, like, uh, a few days ago about um, Ekene and his left foot. Right, oh and how Ian Robin made a living off that left foot. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. So maybe it could be something similar. And you know, these Brazilian guys, like they they practice one thing, one thing, one thing, and they get so good at it that it becomes such a threat that you 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 know it's coming, but you can't stop it. Right. Yeah, yeah. So um, it might be some 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 um something similar to that situation. But I guess we'll have to see. So far, it's seeming like that's what it is. People know he's going to cut to that left, right? But they're still not able to stop it. So, yeah. who knows? Let's see. Yeah. And just just for everybody there, like, you know, talking about this uh, Aryan Robin and his left foot, this is a big thing for me. Um, I personally felt, uh, you know, I don't have a problem with him doing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, my problem, I, I don't actually have a problem, Anthony. I, people are saying it's passive. I actually don't think so. Um, I think he he understands, he reads his situation very well, and he reads that, okay, I cannot beat this guy, so what do I need to do uh, to ensure that, um, you know, that I am on, uh, uh, if I can't beat him, that I can maintain, you know, possession, keep possession, mm-hmm. and keep, uh, keep the ball going. He tries his best to like keep the game alive, yeah. keep the ball alive, mm-hmm. and I think this is one of my biggest things that I like with uh, Anthony compared to, um, you know, other other wingers who will overdo things. Mm-hmm. Now, some people wanted to be more aggressive. Um, I would say compared to Sancho, he's better aggressive, and I and he understands, he reads, he reads it well. That I think it's okay for him to be. Um, you know, I think it's okay for him to be, you know, passive in a sense and. Mm-hmm. His work rate defensively is phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. So for me, I don't have a problem, Anthony. I really don't. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't. I think he needs variety mm-hmm. uh, on his attack, but yeah. I, I still don't think it is bad enough that you're not seeing him, um, you know, perform, perform or yeah. create good opportunities for the team. Yeah. I just think United as a whole, 
still do not create enough. I think some people are like getting carried away right now with what they are seeing from this team, mm-hmm. and they think, oh, you know, like we should have won we first half, blah blah blah. Look, well, you can't you can't really like you can't really blame them because what what the what it is is they're seeing a little bit of a progression and they feel like okay, you know. Then they want to eat it up and be like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, we're the best team. You know, we're coming up again. Bumbuckla, you know yeah. what I mean? But you got to take it slowly because one time it could be progress. The same time it could drop, right? So it just depends on how consistent the team stays in doing that. Yeah. That's going to determine if they're going to go up. But it looks like you guys are going up. Today, even today, you guys created a lot of chances in the yeah, Europa yeah, yeah. League. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. But I just think that it's still not enough. Like, quality chances against the Premier League side. Mm-hmm. Uh, United are still not doing enough for me to say, you know what? You know, it's the, I, can see, I can see the patterns. I can see the style. I can see the way the team moves. I can see the way the team operates. Mm-hmm. I see all of that. But I still don't think it is enough for us to say, hey, you know, um, uh, the team, the team is, uh, what you call it, uh, improved drastically. Mm-hmm. I think defensively the team has improved drastically with, yeah. you know, the guy likes of Casimiro. We'll jump into him in a bit. And Martinez. Uh, you know, and Martinez and Varane as a combination that mm-hmm. Lotz has, you know, seemed to gotten his game back. Mm-hmm. Luke Shaw... After being dropped by Tarell Malasia, uh, looks like he's coming back in shape. Because there's competition. Man. Yeah, competition now is gone. In. Like, he looks leaner. He looks slimmer. Mm-hmm. Um, he's I, been, I, he's I been like, eating a lot of fish. I like his diet so that I can, you know, um, get on track too. But um, on, the, on, on that side, like, you're starting to see all these guys come, uh, uh, you know, come big and starting yeah. to do, like, you know, perform adequately. Mm-hmm. But the... Uh, the uh, the the there's still some holes in this team, yeah. And holes in this team is some of the things I like to like, war- uh, not not warn people about, but just tell people like, hey, there's still some gaps in the way the team performs. There's mm-hmm. still some gaps in the way we play, um, and the holes now that I'm now starting to see is more on guys like Sancho, yeah. And you touched on you touched on the Sancho part. You touched on you know. Um, Jadon, you know, not performing. Yeah, really good man. Like he's really looking bad, dude. They just need to take him out. let him hit the bench. Yeah, more. I think so. But it's not. It doesn't help when you have a guy like Ronaldo doing all the dumb shit he was doing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and instead of him trying to work hard to get into the team, he's busy like crying about uh, temper tantrums. Know, yeah, throwing 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 tantrums around. Mm-hmm. So I I would have loved. I would I. It would have been nice to kind of have uh, Sancho kind of eat the bench, Rashford on the left, mm-hmm. and then striking. You have uh, what they call him Ronaldo doing his thing. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we 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 don't have that right now. Mm-hmm. Now speaking of Ronaldo, because I don't think we've talked about this, bro. No. Right. No, no, no. We don't think we've talked about this. No. So this is a big thing. So I mean Ronaldo. I mean today's Thursday. A lot has happened. This happened last week Thursday, where Ronaldo. Stormed out of the the refused to get subbed on. Yeah, stormed out of the thing and the pitch. and then went down know, the dressing room and then went down the dressing room and then got suspended um, from the main team mm-hmm. where now he's now like he was training with the U twenty ones or whatever it was. Look, man, like I mean he's back now. It seems like seems like oh, all is good. He scored today against uh, Sheriff. Yeah, but man, what? Uh, what a crazy thing! Dude. What a drop! What a crazy thing! 
how can you like and then he, the message came back you know uh, i i want to be an example to the kids i want to do this you know, i want to do that you know that was straight hogwash man when i was as i was looking at that and i and i and i and i read that i was like what is he trying to say here mm-hmm. are you trying to apologize or are you trying to justify your your actions yeah because it seems like he was really trying to justify his actions rather than an apologize not a single time did i say i apologize or say i'm sorry but i don't i don't think it was necessary for him to apologize on that thing i think that is between him and ten hag yeah but man you also got to think about it too some people in manchester united come because of ronaldo yeah yeah right so if the man he didn't even like say you know bye wave to the crowd or anything they kind of feel disrespected. Mm-hmm. Some fans will feel like that, right? And that's the that's the bottom line with it. You should not be acting like that, especially when you're considered one of the fucking goats. There's no way actually, you should be acting like actually, that. Actually, when you're considered one of the goats, you you have the because people have put that much pedestal on you. Yeah, yes. giving you that pedestal, the pedigree. They they. You feel like you can get away with a lot more mm-hmm. than you know that any person probably would. Yeah, but you look at Messi. Messi don't do that. Messi doesn't because that Messi's a different personality, dude. Like Messi, Messi is not also just like a nice guy. Like everybody oh, of course makes not. him out of to course be. not. But he eats. But he would not eat his but words he, and sits yeah, the fuck down. But like I remember, for example, Mauricio Pochettino uh, benching him last season, taking him, subbing him off, and yeah. I think he refused to shake his hand or some shit. Right, like dude, yeah. like. At the end of the day, uh, if people, if you give a human being that much pedigree, uh, pedigree, and you say, "Hey, this is your level. You're the best of the best. Everybody mm-hmm. else around you sucks." Yeah. Why shouldn't they be acting that way, right? Like, look, I'm not, I'm not defending this Ronaldo thing. I think mm-hmm. it was, I think it was well deserved. And I think at the end of the day, Ten Hag came out looking like the winner out of this whole of thing course, yeah. because Ronaldo had to get in line. Yeah. If you didn't get in line, you ain't fucking playing. Mm-hmm. And I love Ten Hag for doing that stuff, yeah. right? Like, I really do. It's, it's um, a ballsy move. Yeah, it's a ballsy move. Like, yeah. you know, but at the end of the day, dude, like, uh, um, you know, I, I I, think that he doesn't he doesn't need to apologize on an Instagram post. Mm-hmm. That is between him and the manager in the dressing room. Yeah. And I think one of the stipulations uh, from Ten Hag was like, he needed to apologize to not just him, but everybody, everybody. Yeah. in the dressing room. That yeah. this is what I did before he can come back to the team. Mm-hmm. And Ten Hag does not look like a guy that, hey, you, if you don't do that shit, um, okay, we're going to bring you back because yeah, we need yeah. your goals. He looks like the guy, you need to do that before we get give you this opportunity mm-hmm. or even and, consider or consider this yeah, yeah. And, and i think that that for me was that that for me shows the level um it shows the level that uh ten Hag, how he, that, that's real leadership in my opinion absolutely yeah um you, you know gotta, you gotta let people suffer their consequences right you gotta you gotta yeah. give them their consequences for their actions yeah and people need to live by that sword and he's living by it yeah. right so which is good because you need that disciplinary factor as a manager. Yeah, right. People can people can be getting away with stuff. If one person walks. So Ronaldo walks all over for Ten Hag for a second. For an example, all of a sudden the next week it's gonna be Sancho walking all over yeah, Ten Hag. Yeah. Then it's gonna be Martial. Yeah. Then it's gonna be Rashford, and yeah. then you now let you now create a chain reaction of just absolute fuckery that you should not be dealing with as a manager. But because of you did not put a scapegoat on somebody, Mm -hmm. 
they feel like that's yeah. okay. Every every person must get in line. Yeah. That's the that's the that's the that's the way you manage. And I love the way he did it. And I love the fact that United backed his ass mm-hmm. up. Like, look, United do a, we do a lot of things wrong, man. Yeah. We do but a lot this, of fucking this, things this you wrong. You guys did it right. But I love the fact we backed his ass up all the fucking way. I said, look, this guy wants to do this. Fuck him. The manager is in charge. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've seen some other things from Rio, and this is another thing I wanted to quickly touch on. Uh, Rio Ferdinand, he was like, yeah, you know, it's the groats, blah, blah, blah. You know, we all know these guys are mouthpieces for, yeah. you know. But what what um, what um really struck me was some people now started to freak out at, like, legends because Roy Keane was defending Ronaldo, mm-hmm. um, you know, and all this stuff and whatever, right? So is, is it, there, it seems like people have opened their eyes. Is their opinion, right? Yeah. But now people now started to say, oh, like... Why is why is uh they were like saying oh why is uh Roy, uh backing him up like or oh no sorry people were saying oh you know, uh it's like people had a woke moment how would yeah. I put it yeah, I, yeah, yeah. sorry guys they've, like they've, they've woken up yeah, yeah my brain is is going lost here but it's like people finally have had a woke moment on pundits mm-hmm. especially pundits that are United pundits and I've always took the stance of don't fucking listen to anybody don't. And the reason why this when when I first kind of awoken to all this stuff was with Ole. Mm-hmm. When Ole was the manager, everybody found every excuse under the sun to defend Ole, Ole. Gunnar Solskjaer. Yeah, because they felt, oh, you know, he's doing this, back him up, blah blah blah. Even when it seemed like, guys, you're clearly in the wrong. Mm-hmm. Like logically, you're clearly in the wrong. But the other, the other sad part is human, like people, fans lap this shit up. Like yeah. we sit there and we like. Not 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 me specifically, but the fans mm-hmm. lap it up. They're like, "Yes, Gary Neville said this, and it has to be right." Yeah, he is playing the the highest level. He is coaching in the highest yeah. level. He has to be right. Well, because people are mostly, um, how do you say it? They're easily influenced. Yes, they're yes, like they're followers. More, they're more sheep than yeah than they're, a they're, leader. They're, yeah, right? they're more sheep than lions. Yeah, and and I sat there and I'm just like, "Look, you guys are wrong. Like straight up, you guys are fucking wrong." Now. There was a lot of us that moved. It's so difficult to move against the wave, bro. Like, mm-hmm. when everybody is, like, so, like, um, uh, positive or excited about something, yeah. it is so difficult to be a contrarian mm-hmm. in that kind of world, right? It's mm-hmm. like betting against, uh, uh, you know, a, a bunch of people, and that's very, very difficult to do. Yeah. Um, and a lot of a lot of people were, like, backing, like, um, what they call them, uh, uh, you know, they were no no they were backing Gunnar Solskjaer yada 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 because it felt it fit with their with their uh, ideas mm-hmm. or it fit with their biases yeah um, and they were lapping up all these things that the these pundits were saying now all of a sudden pundits are going against the grain and mm-hmm. saying some of the things they don't like saying saying and they're coming and then them. now they're like oh you know how dare you like mm-hmm. as much as I agreed and I did the right thing. Mm-hmm. At the same time, I'm like, now you guys have suddenly like woken up to what pundits do. Yeah. All of a sudden. Now, the other thing too as well, they're throwing in here. There's something like Roy Keane said, you know, Ten Hag needs to win games. Is he crazy? And he hasn't won a lot of them. And I said, you know what? He's right. I said, you know what? He's absolutely freaking right. Mm -hmm. You may not like it. I may not like it. I may not like hearing what he's saying, mm-hmm. but he's right. Ten Hag needs to win games, and he hasn't won a lot of them. 
It is it is facts. It's not this is not like him being like you can talk about Ronaldo stuff is biased because that's his own bias. Tenaga's only lost uh what three games this season, yeah? I, I don't remember maybe three games, yeah. Real Sociedad, uh Brentford, Brighton. Mm-hmm. Um I think those are the games he's lost. He's tied one. Yeah, uh, not one, I think he's tied more than that. But at the same time, Ten Hag hasn't won a lot of games. Mm-hmm. United should have won more games, you know what I mean, to set us up for what, uh, what you call it? The title. Uh, uh, not not for title, but set us up for success. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. He hasn't won a lot of games. So that's the, that's, the, that's the thing. I think a lot of people need to be careful. Like, look, guys, like, pundits are going to be pundits. They're going to have their bias. They're going to mm-hmm. say, like, when, when you see Jamie Carragher on there, you know he's going to be pro-Liverpool. Yeah, yeah. When you see Graham Sooners, mm-hmm. you know he's going to hate Pogba. Yeah. When you see uh what they call it, um Gary Neville, you know he's gonna be licking uh uh or maybe even criticizing Manchester United, whatever, but he's biased towards United. Mm-hmm. Roy Keane, he's biased towards Ronaldo, right? These are the things you have to be careful of. But there's still factual information that is being thrown out there at mm-hmm. times that people choose not to listen to Absolutely. because Oh, all of a sudden, what they're saying is not the right thing. Mm. Uh, but anyway, that's just my own thing. Like United fans are just—I mean, United fans are just weird, man. Like we really are weird. Um, but I, I've always said this one thing. And I feel like I've always said this, and I may be wrong. I may get this wrong. It's not—it's not the word of truth. But Ten Hag, I believe. I don't like to say he is the man, mm-hmm. but I think he's kind of the, the the coach that really will unite a lot of the fan base. Mm-hmm. He has a lot behind him. A lot of credibility behind them, and he also like Dutch people don't mess about. I oh, hate. Yeah. I, I know it's kind of um, cliche, but it's the truth. They don't mess about. Mm-hmm. You know, they stake their claim. They say what they're gonna say, and they stick by it. Yeah. Um, and he also has the pedigree. He's learned under uh, his time under uh, uh, Pep. He's won trophies with Ajax, even though it's not that big. Even though Eredivisie is not the Premier League, I don't think it's big. I think it's a massive step up to come over to Manchester United. But he has a lot of credibility that we have to give him credit for. Mm-hmm. And however he chooses to manage Ronaldo, look, he, he's not going to teach Ronaldo how to play, you know, freaking football. He's not going to teach them, but he's going to teach, he's going to work with the team on how they're going to play football together as a team. team yeah. And we're slowly starting to see things. I still think there's a little bit more he needs to do, mm-hmm. but I'm excited to see what that looks like. And I'm happy that he's managing the teams now based on you know their their uh merit their merits they have to they have to earn it it's Mm -hmm. it's no longer bullshit um and and in a way it pisses me off sometimes because for example casemiro should have been starting way earlier this whole mctominay thing was all bullshit but i think at the end of the day he realized that and then he made the change and it's he he, i think now it's results Mm -hmm. he needs to win he has a good run of games coming up next Mm -hmm. he needs to win right um, anyway, let's jump over to Chelsea, the blue side, man. Let's see what happened, man. You guys pulled off Cucurella after like 30 minutes. 30 minutes Bro, yeah. he was getting cooked. Yeah, yeah. Um, I believe uh, Cucurella should not have started this game, to be honest. Um, I would I would like more to see Chilwell, and I would like more to see a 4-3-3 in our play, right? Um, what, what formation did you guys use uh, this uh, Champions League game? Four three three, I believe. Mm. Yeah. Um, but it's it's always a hybrid, so it's always switching back and forth. Yeah. 
So um, there's different formations that's being played. Even managers are asking Potter, why is he switching that much <laughs> in a game? <laughs> I believe it was uh, Thomas Frank yeah, actually Thomas asked Frank, him that. Yeah, yeah he asked him well, why you switch all uh, these formations so many times in a game. Yeah, he's like it's just all about adapting and you know kind of like making ourselves more fluid. Um, but yeah, so Cook was playing on the left side. <laughs> Cook he, was getting he was cooked. getting cooked. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he was getting cooked for sure. But uh, I liked what I was seeing in a sense where you know Chua was also dropping and help him, so it was kind of giving a little bit. Like he wasn't, he wasn't left to take the bulk of the whole load by himself, right? Um, that was good to see. But yeah, eventually Kukurella needed to come out. Mm. I like what Potter did, spotting the difference very early and actually making the the substitution. Because if he didn't, I think we would have gotten cooked. You guys would have, yeah. You guys would have conceded. We would have conceded. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Conceded. More chances would have been created from that flank. I did not. I honestly, I was thinking while this game was going on, I was like, Kukurella needs to come off. And as well, I'm thinking, well, Potter make the decision. But I'm like, I, I said to myself, I said, Potter is going to make the decision. And it may not be this half, but next half, maybe, mm-hmm. right? But I said, if we continue like this another 5, 10 minutes, we're going to get scored on. And uh, lo and behold, Potter proved me. I don't know if he proved me wrong or right, but I, I supported his decision regardless. And he went and took the guy out 30 minutes out clean, like it reminded me of like a Biesla moment. Or Mourinho. Where, or Mourinho, Mourinho. Yeah. yeah. Where he said, sorry, man, I fucked up. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I need to switch things out. So you got to come out. <laughs> yeah. Right. So he came out. Um, I still I still believed in that uh, in that whole game. We still haven't seen Chelsea's strongest lineup. Right. Um, what do you think is Chelsea's strongest lineup? I think it's Sterling. I think it's Pulisic. I think it's Mount. Um, so no strikers. No, 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 no. Like four, three, three, right? Sterling, Pulisic, Pulisic. Mount. No, Sterling, Pulisic, Mount in the ten, right? Yeah. In the in the nine, you would have Obama Yang, because of course he's good like that. Bro has kind of been pissing me off lately. Um, in the middle, you want Kova, and you want Kante, but obviously he's injured, so you can't really get Kante. So you have to figure out what it is. So who plays there instead of Kante then? Jorginho plays in the in the six. So why don't you just play then Jorginho Kova. there? But the thing is, if what I'm noticing is in these games, like people are doing dirty work for Jorginho, right? Mm-hmm. What I'm noticing is one one midfielder is essentially covering for Jorginho, and at the same time, essentially covering for Aspilicueta. Right. This is what I'm seeing. This is this is the this is what I'm seeing. So you need because what happens when Jorginho gets cooked, mm. he gets cooked. If Jorginho is coming in, he has to make that tackle quick and he has to draw that foul right away, or else whoever breaks through goes through. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was a lot of times in this game, in the Man U game, that I was watching Jorginho just like trying to get back. <laughs> He can't. He doesn't have pace on it, dude, dude. Dude, this is not a. It's not a new thing. Yeah, it's not, it's not a new thing. That's what I'm saying. It's not a new thing. I w- I want to see more revamped in that role because Kante is gone for four months. You're not gonna see him till Bro, January, why don't, why February. Don't, why don't you guys just play Kalaga there or like uh, no, no, no. Loftus Cheek? No, no, no. So Loftus Cheek or even Zachariah, isn't he? Like this is what this you know? is. What, I was coming up to that. Right. This is my point. I want us to start taking Jorginho off a little bit 
and giving Zachariah at least a ch- We haven't seen him play for Chelsea. Right. I don't know how this guy is going to play with us right now, so I think we need to see that. Bro, so let me tell you something, right? I saw something from Ten Hag, I think, today. He said, I can't remember how he put it. I It was on Twitter, but it was like... um. The pitch, the, the the when you come on the pitch, it is for performance. It is not for training or something. The way he said it or something. I gotta I gotta look at the 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 the, the word how he said it. Yeah, because you can't be you can't be so, training on the yeah, pitch. Yeah, right? so Zachariah is not doing well. Like okay, Tuchel didn't use him really, and he was kind of working towards using him. Yeah. Um, and then Graham has got this dude that's kind of an option, but he's not better than the rest of the. Uh, he's not better than the rest of the team. What is the point, right? Yeah. So I don't know, dude. I think honestly, because we never saw him, right? We haven't seen him. Of this guy, Jorginho is apparently one of the best players in practice, right? Um, Jorginho, I, 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 I think he, I think Jorginho is one of the. I mean, and I know I'm gonna shoot myself in the foot here. He's very underrated yeah i i I know the reason why i I say he's very underrated because he is he is a guy who's learned one thing very well Mm -hmm. and has done it so So well like you know i hate kind of using cliches again but i'm going to use this one this is from bruce lee yeah yeah i I fear fear, not the man exactly i fear not the man that knows like what a thousand thousand different kicks i fear the one that's mastered Mastered one one specific kick Mm -hmm. and that is Jorginho's thing so one fucking trick pony Mm -hmm. but in a in a very critical role in the midfield where he manages the tempo of a game people i don't know what this is a problem with like the modern day football man people don't respect players that just know how to keep the fucking Ball. ball yeah because those guys are very essential. Mm-hmm. Like, you have, like, okay, he may not know how to tackle. He may not have this. No, no, no. Jorginho knows how to tackle. It doesn't matter. He fucking gets run by by anybody, right? He may not know, but if he can help you keep that, keep possession of the ball mm-hmm. 70% of the time, that's like, that's like fucking possession on crack, yeah. bro. I don't, I don't get why people don't recognize that, 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 a capability, composure, composure under pressure, bro, is one of the fucking most difficult things. We all we play mm-hmm. the game mm-hmm. and we see it. We see guys who get jitteries, like they don't know how to, they don't Turn. know how to settle, they yeah. don't know how to do anything. Mm-hmm. Like the moment a guy is putting pressure on them, it is like fucking it's, it's a right. It's a wrap. They don't know what to do. But then this guy, you have him under one of the. I don't, I don't, I don't like to call the uh, Premier League the best league, but one of the best fucking leagues in the world. Mm-hmm. You know. You have a guy who does this, closing his eyes nonstop, mm-hmm. and the people don't appreciate that shit. It baffles my mind. Look, I would be probably pissed off because if he doesn't have a tackle, it'll piss me off. Or not, not really tackle, but if he doesn't have a tackle or doesn't have the pace, yeah, it will piss me off. No, trust me, bro. I'm I'm a I'm a massive advocate for Jorginho. I love Jorginho. Jorge, since since people have called him like out. For such a long time, I've backed Jorginho. Mm. I have backed him. He offers but, you variety. Yes, yes. But the, the the thing, what I'm saying is, yes, you can start with Jorginho, but you can also not start with Jorginho and bring him in later on to do true, what you need to true. do, right? Because But then who you put there? That's what I'm saying. You're not going to put need, Zachariah because we ain't seen that motherfucker play. We need to see Zachariah. If if people can now understand what Zachariah brings, because I watched him at Much and Gladbach. I know how good Bro, he can be. Okay, so, but okay, Much and Gladbach is not the Premier not, League, right? Let, let me tell you something. Zachariah 
was performing Mönchengladbach. He got a nasty injury. Mm-hmm. It took him out. Yeah. He went to Juve. He, Juve. He ended up, they were looking at selling him because he just was not the same player he was anymore. Mm-hmm. He goes to Juve. Guess what's happening? Allegri ball. You yeah. know, or they fired whoever the hell was before him. I can't remember. Perlo. Perlo yeah. You know, and then Allegri ball comes in. Allegri doesn't, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, contrary to a lot of people, like, I think Allegri, I thought Allegri was going to get fired, mm-hmm. but at the same time, Allegri fucking doesn't have, uh, uh, doesn't play football the way everybody, you know, would utilize th- those pieces. Yeah. He has a lot, in my opinion, Allegri has very good midfielders. He's not utilizing them. Mm-hmm. Why? Who knows? It's Allegri ball. That's yeah. Allegri. That's just how he, the way he does things. Yeah. And, you know, now they're out of the fucking Champions League. So, these are the these are the fucking things that a lot of people, um, what they call it, um, uh, uh, yeah, they, they, a lot of people don't uh, don't necessarily look at. Mm-hmm. Zachariah came from a place where he just was like, he just hasn't had enough football, bro. Mm-hmm. You can't put a guy like that in the Premier League just right in there. Who he is so out of form. You play him, and then who knows what happens, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It's almost like Sal Niguez. Same thing. He, yeah. he, 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 I don't know what happened. This guy was Mr. Uh, what do they call it? Atletico. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, football diminished. He looks like he cannot touch a ball. Yeah. You know, these guys, they may, they may, they may have very good capabilities. Mm-hmm. They may be some of, they may be in a different setting, you know, absolutely fucking ginormous for your teams, but they are so woefully out of form. You put them on, you don't have room to make to, a mistake, to make a mistake. Mm-hmm. And you saw that with Cucurella. He mm-hmm. put Cucurella on and took him out like that. Yeah. You want Zachariah to come in now, you've wasted two subs mm-hmm. on those players. Mm-hmm. So where, where where you would need that type of player is in the lower games. Carabao. Mm-hmm. Right? Those are the type of shit that you need him for. Yeah. Not this. Right? Not yeah. against the Manchester United who's running ragged all over your midfield, mm-hmm. running ragged all over the wings, and then you bring in a guy who's just really out of form, and then guess what happens? Right, but yeah, but we needed we needed energy. I I think the midfield we lost the battle at some point. Casemiro was doing his thing. Oh, Casemiro, right? man! And um, yeah, I just I I really want to see I really want to see Dennis. Right, at some point it's gotta happen. Otherwise, just send him back. There's no point in keeping him here. Yeah, yeah, right? send him back. Right, you know? like, but, but and, I, then, and then go go and invest and get like an Edson Alvarez. But, or, but some managers don't like doing that shit, bro. Like. Honestly, like for example, Ten Hag, mm-hmm. Ronaldo, you can tell is not the type of player is his player, but he's keeping his app. Mm-hmm. Why? He's he an need, option. Yeah, he needs it. He needs the option, mm-hmm. man. So you you gotta have those options. Um, real quick, so Jorginho's uh, penalty, mm-hmm. um, he scored a penalty. This was off of Scott McTominay uh, foul. That was a clear foul. Scott McTominay is a fucking idiot, man. Look, I thank God, like this. Thank God. Oh. Oh, I just want to fucking like lose my shit on this thing right now. <laughs> Thinking about this dude, my brain is about to explode. Thank God that we have Casimiro on this team, mm. man. Like I could not deal, dude. I I don't know the, my mental psyche. I could not see. I couldn't watch any more of Scott McTominay on the football pitch, man. Mm-hmm. It really started to fucking affect me. Like, how is it that a guy like this is playing football over proper footballing players? Mm-hmm. How? How, man? And the fucking funny thing, you bring him on and he does that shit. Are mm-hmm. you fucking kidding me? But oh you, my God, like, 
I'm not I'm not I'm not I'm not a huge advocate for Scott, but Scott's done some other good things. He's too. done nothing good. What the fuck is this? What was it? Uh oh, oh, was it ammonia dishwasher? <laughs> He's done nothing. You guys were I think it was that zero zero Scott comes in and scores. He right? does nothing good. I don't care, man. He Bro. scored. He scored. What 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 is that for? I guess ammonia. <laughs> I guess ammonia. I guess a fucking uh, uh, a clothing cleaner. But didn't you guys beat you guys beat Arsenal, right? Yeah, we beat Arsenal. You yes. guys beat Arsenal with McTominay, right? Because the team fucking performed way better without him doing fuck all. Anthony fucking scored the goal and to then, kick us off. And then in the in the Liverpool game, you guys you guys won with McTominay, right? Yeah, we won McTominay. But dude, you can fucking play him on. But if you look at his fucking shite stats, dude, Casimir has already come in has won more tackles than everybody on the team. Are you mad? <laughs> You're going to be telling me McTominay deserves a spot. Besides, God, God forbid bad things. No, what the fuck McT- is wrong with McT- you, McTominay man? doesn't deserve a spot. No, but you man. got to at least give, me, give him no, like 10 he, minutes. You have to give the team the credit, not McTominay. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm saying, but you have, you to, have give, to. This Look, Michael Carrick has just become the coach for me, this bro. The first thing he needs to do is collect this fucking guy that he chose to play over other fucking players. <laughs> Go collect him there, Michael. Go collect him. Turn him into you, 2.0. Turn him into Darren Fletcher. Let's see now. <laughs> Seriously, man. People cannot, like, you cannot fucking tell me this shit. Dude, he has improved. I like the fact that his technique has gotten cleaner. Mm-hmm. He looks better. He looks like he's moving right. He mm-hmm. opens his receipts with a back foot. Opens his body on a half turn, mm-hmm. looking for opportunities to play the ball forward or spray passes right, left, and center. Mm-hmm. But he's garbage. He is absolute fucking garbage. And I'm thankful that at least we finally don't get to watch that fucking tragedy, that travesty, haram on the football field. <laughs> I am so fucking happy that I don't get to witness that. Because if <laughs> I got one more opportunity to witness it, mm-hmm. I would not watch any more football games from Manchester United. Mm-hmm. Seriously. And in that same vein, I'm going to say this. Because everybody now, everybody's getting out of hand. People are just like, watching all this shit, blah, blah, blah. No biggie, right? Mm-hmm. If Casimiro gets injured, we're fucked. Yeah, yeah. yeah you guys, we are absolutely You guys are going to go back fucked. go back to McTominay. And probably Fred. <laughs> but hey, guess what? Van der Beek is back. So Van der Beek is maybe back, we're gonna yeah. see Maybe yeah. we're going to see some things from Van der well. Right, but uh, yeah, back to the game. <laughs> we drifted off there with McSauce, <laughs> McTomedy. That's why I oh called him. I could not believe. I could not. I really could not believe it. You were brought in to secure the back to to at least keep give us some solid, solid, solid. We could have won this game. He secured somebody, but instead. this boy fucking went in, fouled. Mm-hmm. You, you should have seen his hands were all over. I him. saw it all over. Every, and, and people, people, oh, people on the group chat were like. It's not a penalty. I'm like, you crazy. They can eat a bag of dicks. These <laughs> like, people are fucking dumb. Bro, he held the, he held him for like longer than four seconds. Oh, You're supposed to like hold for like a second or two, let go, so that way you're not in the falling motion. If the guy's going to fall, he's going to fall, right? But because he stayed on for so long, that's a pen. It's a straight pen, right? And <laughs> McTomedy. <laughs> 
But yeah, um, Kepa. Kepa made some brilliant saves. Kepa was good. Man. Yeah, he was very Even, good. He almost stopped Casemiro. He almost goal. did. Fingertips. I was like, ah. Fingertips. I'm not and sure. it hit the post. Yeah. It hit the post and bounced. I, I didn't celebrate at first because I was like, is it in? Is it in? And then I was like, it? yes, mm-hmm. you know. But Kepa was good. He was yeah. brilliant. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Kepa has really stepped up. And I think... Uh, um, they said now he has a new he's he's engaged right yeah and last time when Kepa's form dropped off he just he I think him and his fiance at the time broke up right yeah. you know, so whatever, man. I'm just hoping that this one does not break up with him <laughs> because we need to keep seeing this week in week out right yeah. he's doing he's doing some good stuff I'm liking it and I just wanted to continue because I've always been a big advocate for Kepa mm-hmm. right I knew that he was getting the shit under the stick and you know people were just throwing him under the bus Bro, plus as well the defense he had were not really let, let me anything. let me just be real with you man the difference was Edward Mendy mm-hmm. won a Champions League with Chelsea yeah starting that's a difference. Yeah. That's a huge difference. Mm-hmm. And he, Edward, came in when Kepa was fucking shit, shit. in the fucking bed. Yeah, Bro, absolutely. let's not let's not sugarcoat it, man. Let's be real here, okay? Kepa fucking sucked. And yeah, Edward came in and he showed all y'all how to do the business. Yeah. And he secured a fucking Champions League. Mm-hmm. He not only secured a Champions League. Let me just add on top. Af fucking con, bro. Yeah, yeah. He's an Afcon winner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In my opinion, he should have been a candidate for Ballon d'Or, bro. He should have. You know what I mean? He should have. This guy had done so much fucking good things. I mean, back then when it was not this year. They robbed him, man. Eh? Right? So yeah. there's a lot of fucking shit. A lot of like, you know, I hate to go into all this like politics. thing, politics, but there's a lot of fucking bullshit as politics. That guy mm-hmm. should have been there. Yeah. Now, he's out of form. Yes. Yes. So Kepa is in there. He's doing yeah. his thing. Yeah. But, uh, so, and this is good because. That's what the the guys in football fan stripe said. He would use his eyeball to save a chance for the next time it comes, which is true. Because but wasn't he sacrificing himself? Wasn't it the fact? In fact, I think I don't think. Let me tell you something, right? Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't think Tuko. This is where Tuko's failings for me. Some some people need to respect the fact that a goalkeeper is it's human. It is human, yeah. but not only just human, but a goalkeeper. It's not an outfield player. Yeah. You know, look, it's nice. Luis uh, Enrique is coming in. Oh, nice, Simon. <laughs> when he plays the ball, he receives it with his back foot. He puts it over the left. Mm-hmm. He sends it over. Look, you know, what's the, Luis can say whatever the fuck he wants to say, man. Yeah. A goalkeeper's number one priority is to save, save, save goals. Yeah. And I get it. You want to kind of kick off the attack. You want to start off the attack mm-hmm. right. And the modern day football requires that from yes. the goalkeeper. Yeah. But at the same time, it doesn't. you make you can you can make sacrifices. You, you can tell him, hey Edward, I know you want to fucking keep the ball. I know you want to do stuff. Flop it long, bro. Yeah. L- just throw it if out. You're not comfortable. You're not comfortable. Throw it out. Yeah. Right. Give him the the feel of that. Maybe mm-hmm. if if Edward is choosing to, maybe you told Edward that yeah. and he's choosing not to do that. But I can tell these managers are telling him, try to pass it one, two, three. Mm-hmm. Look, look. Not everybody's Kepa Rida Balaga. No, no, no. Not everybody's going to have no, the technique. This boy, Edison, is, you know, or Edison. Yes, that's going to have the technique. Yeah. Even Allison makes a lot of fucking mistakes. Yeah. Edison too mm-hmm. makes mistakes. Yeah. So this is my thing. Some managers are asking these guys to turn water into wine mm-hmm. every time. Like, 
just sometimes just say, look, I want you to, like, Davison Sanchez that was with Brighton, I've seen some idiots say United should go and buy this goalkeeper. Mm-hmm. I'm like, are you mad? I've, I watch Brighton a lot, and I've seen Davison Sanchez, and he fucks up all the fucking time. Mm-hmm. The day he's going to fuck up for us, y'all will be on his fucking ass. Mm-hmm. Football is not a fucking linear thing. <sighs> people are so... People are so dumb, man. I fucking hate this shit, man. It's starting to piss me off. People are so fucking dumb. People, like, diversity in football is necessary. Absolutely. Absolutely. Pep Guardiola wanted to play midfielders all over the place. Now, isn't he enjoying with Haaland in his, in his striking position? Mm-hmm. What the fuck? People just... Oh, man. It drives me insane. It fucking absolutely drives me mad when I hear <laughs> some of the shit I hear people do. That guy won a Champions League. Mm-hmm. He fucking won an AFCON. He saved penalties in the AFCON. Yeah. This fucking guy, all of a sudden people now are like shitting on his fucking ass. For what reason? Because he was bad for, for a year. Almost a year. Oh, man. No. Right? That's why. He, he made the, three. The, the decline, the three, decline for many. He made three fucking big mistakes. Mm-hmm. Three big mistakes. I saw some other things. But at the same time, bro. It only, it's only a matter of time before the next the next blood comes out for yeah. Kepa. That's of course, of course. That's that's this is why this is good because this keeps it competitive. So if Kepa is saving right now, he starts to fuck up. Mendy, you come in. Mendy starts saving, he fucks up. Kepa, you come in. And that's fair. And, and, no, that, and I, you and you have to you have to have that diversity because you need that switch or yeah. else people are gonna get comfortable. I absolutely agree right? with that. But I just when I'm when I see some of the things I I, I fucking see on social media, mm-hmm. I'm like, are you guys fucking nuts? But to be honest, right? To be honest, I haven't been really impressed with Mendy for over a year, right? Because he was the shots that he needed to save, he was not saving it. Yeah. This is why football fan stripe guy Danny said he needs to use his eyeballs and save shots. Because at some point, Mendy was really bad. You know what I mean? Like I mean really bad as in a sense that you would not you you would not shoot a single shot on him all game. Mm. But the first shot that you take on him, it's a goal, right? Yes, it's a team sport, and the defense is also very, very responsible for all of the other stuff. But before, Mendy, you do that, Mendy will stop it. He will stop it. There's no, there's no reason why he would not stop it. And some of the shots, when you analyze them and you actually look at them, you go back and you watch it, mm. and you see, and you be like, he should have saved this. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Can, and it's, yeah. It, it's, it's, a, it's a fair analysis because... Yes, we understand he won us the Champions League, right? He won us the Champions League. He won the AFCON. He won other two more two more titles on top of that in the for Chelsea, right? Which is the Super Cup and then he won the Club World Cup. So, we know what Mendy's capable of, but we cannot shy away from the fact that just because you won us the the Champions League, see in 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 the the, the way the way football is these days is not about what have you done for me before? But what have you done for me lately? At the moment, this is the way football I, I, has ab- gone. Absolutely, but right? then, but then if he keeps, if he say that's the way football has gone, then the likes of fucking Luka Modric, the likes of you know Sadio Mane, mm-hmm. the likes of uh, what they call him Lewandowski, even yeah, you know you guys will not you will not see you will not see them. Let me tell you one thing, man. Uh, I agree. Yes, competition. Yes, mm-hmm. it's very important. But I also think that that goalkeeper position, it is absolutely critical that you get it right from the get-go. Mm-hmm. You're my number one. Yeah. That mental state, you're my number one. Mm-hmm. We'll work through it with you. Yeah. Um, 
And uh, this is kind of the thing that's happened to David De Gea in the past. We saw it with David De Gea. This guy, my goodness, people are calling for his head. I think I, I think David De Gea needs to go personally. I think but, I think you know, honestly at this point, yeah. David stays. No, no, I think David De Gea needs to go personally. But I also think at the same time when you, people were comparing him to Dean Henderson, like fucking hell, <laughs> Dean Henderson. I thought Dean Henderson needed to come in to kind of you know. So, you know, put him on the bench, make him realize, like, mm-hmm. look, you're not number one. Force him to now start to, to earn his place yeah. again. Uh, but at least he knows still he's the number one. Uh, there's stuff that Dean Henderson has said, you know, and I get it. I get his disgruntlement. Yeah. But at the same time, David Hay has a class above. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and and now people are starting to finally see it through the right type of coaching, through the tr- yes. right type of work yes. they're working on with him. Mm-hmm. He, he, they're like, oh, well. They're piecing it. You know, people and I, oh, he still needs to go. Yes. I still think he needs to go. Mm-hmm. Why? Because I, I think there's much better goalkeepers right now that are available mm-hmm. that United can go for. Mike Magnan, uh, what they call the other guy. There's this guy, Diego Costa. I haven't watched him play, but I heard it's pretty good. Like, you know, those type of players that United need to kind of go but for. The, but isn't but have, Mike Magnan on a, on a contract for four years? He's an AC Milan. They pay him out for his fucking contract. Fucking hell. Pay him out the money, man. But will they give him up? They, they look they look good. Yeah, everybody has a fucking price. Yes. Right? It's so true. that's the thing, right? Like, you know, get these goalkeepers in um, and don't don't blink an eye. Mm-hmm. You want him? I want. I like you and yeah. I want you. And I right? think, another thing that kind of helped Kepa's favor was Mendy was injured, right? Mendy was injured, so when Grand Potter got hired, he had to work with Kepa, right? Yeah. And not only that, Grand Potter brought his goalkeeping coach from Brighton with them. So when he spotted Kepa and they worked already with them, they were able to increase his level, right? Yeah. So which is good, but in a, in a sense, will that will that also happen for Mendy as well? It's, it's only wait time, right? We'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. At the right? end of the day, let's see. But like you know, I I, I think this is a conversation we need to re- review later later on in the yeah. season because right you know, now, right now he has twenty seven saves in the in the amount of games. It's that all he's good. Seen. Some things may pop up, you know, um, and then people will be like, huh? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Kepa, I also like. Um, uh, by the way, I actually like Kepa a lot. Mm-hmm. I actually think he's uh, you know he's also been unfairly criticized by some of the Chelsea yeah. fans. I think Chelsea. You guys Chelsea have fans are fans. just fickle. Uh, right? You guys are very weird fans. That's but like, look, you guys have won a, lo- a lot. Uh, so, I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. But at the end of the day, still, I still think that Kepa, I, uh, I like him. I mm-hmm. like him a lot. But I think people need to throw more respect on a guy like Edward Mendy's mm-hmm. name because that guy, fucking hell. You know, if I had him for the time and he helped us win something, fuck, bro. Mm-hmm. You know, I, yeah. Anyway. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, this game. Right, we did not. We didn't go with like the full on out uh, with the with with the people that I wanted. But later on, we got to start seeing them. Pulisic came in later on in the in the half. He was he was okay. He was still good. Like he dribbled, did his thing. But what struck me was when uh, when uh, when Pulisic came on, they took out Obama Yang. So Polina had to be that guy in the in the in the in the nine, right? Mm. Which was kind of weird because you would think, hey, let's bring a striker in, so that way, you know, if he's coming, he can support, he can give that. Then Broha now came in like seven seven eight minutes later, and bro, Broha needs to like, he has potential. He's doing his potential is massive, but his decision making is off, man. Like really off. There were some chances when I was looking at it. Moving through the pocket, he's on the right wing. Mm. Pulisic is clear, 
give Pulisic the ball. What does Broha decide to do? I'm going to take this ball and run. Because if, if you are giving that ball to Pulisic, he's clear through. He's clear through. So I don't know how he couldn't spot. Maybe he's not looking up. But bro, you're in professional. Put your head up, man. Like, put your head up. There's so many times when I was looking at it as well. Obama Yang's runs. Chelsea was creating chances. But we're not being threatening. We're not being threatening because we did not know the decisions to make at the right time. Mm. So many times I saw Loftus-Cheek hold the ball. I'm seeing Loftus-Cheek hold this ball. And I'm like, bruh, is he going to release this thing? Because these guys are literally in the pocket. So once once you hold it too long, that space is closed, right? Yeah. I saw so many opportunities that we could have definitely exploited in this game. If, if people were a little bit more sharper in this match, right? And this is something that... I think Potter needs to like put his head in if, if he wants if he wants Chelsea to create more opportunities they need to start doing these things because you need to spot you need to spot the opportunity quick and when you spot it quick then it's act on it act on it or if you know that hey if you don't act on it right now you be patient you can shape up something and you create something later right but the decision making with some of these players drove me nuts in this game mm-hmm. and I was just like what the hell is this man what is this? Put your head up, pass the ball, then go in behind the space. Everything will be open for you there. Yeah. Your f- bro, the, um what was it? The game against uh was the last the last match that uh, Chelsea played prior. Um Broha they sent the ball they, they sent the ball up. Broha was like was it like 2 3 2 3 yards behind this guy mm. and in a split Two in its one point one point one second, he had already caught up to the ball. He's going in first, and the key, uh, you know, obviously, you know, the, the the defender went and like sliced sliced him out and cut him down, right? But you have the speed, so think about it. You pass this ball right now, you're here. If this guy pulls over in this spot and you run up over here, how quickly can you get there? You will beat every single one of them. You have the speed. You have the speed. You're a speedometer. Use it to your advantage. It's not trying to take these guys like full on out by pushing the ball up. And sometimes you don't even have control of the ball because you're just kicking it and you know this guy is keeping up with you. Yeah. Right? Well, he he, he got to meet the butcher. So yeah. He, he learned. Yeah. And, um, and, and that's what I mean. The butcher was pulling out out of position and that's where we could have exploited yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Well, but whatever. He's not. Is, he's not. He's not good enough. Um. You know. I'm under, yet. I'm, I'm, yet. Yet. But, yet. But, but he, he does have. He does have the he, essence of like. He can, he can have the essence, but what they need is they need. You guys need that results. Yes. Um. We are pushing for time here, man. Um. So you guys uh, play the Champions League. So yeah, we secured um, our we secured our bag. We secure your place. Yeah. Two one victory. Uh. Very nice. Very good game. Um, I just want our patterns to be completed, man. You know, when we when we kick off the patterns, like it should end with a goal. But such, yeah. some certain guy named Obama Block Yang just not putting it in the back of the net. He had like three, four chances. I, I think he should have passed one of those chances, Sterling. Um, yes, like yeah. the fir- the first one should have gone yeah, to Sterling where they made that Sterling. where they made that pattern uh, it's not even because he was more in the he was more in the middle. Yeah. So if he got that ball in the middle, boom, you release it. That's that's in. Mm-hmm. But then Obama Yang took this touch, like bro, you could even just shut the thing. It would have been going in the back of the net. Mm-hmm. But because you decided to take the touch, your touch wasn't right. So the keeper pulled up, and then you're trying to kick the ball through a man like. 
you have to find ways to make yourself more efficient because yeah, so what yeah what are you saying be more efficient be, be more, more efficient. clinical yes um i don't know like look man you guys wanted obama obama young um or maybe we wanted obama block like yeah because there was did. there was no I, there was I, no more options I no guess. there was a lot of options i think you guys just waited too late i think look man there's a lot of people not looking at guys like jonathan davids oh so um, he's 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 actually on our show now he's on you guys' short list but you guys he should have been on you guys' short list in this summer, yeah, OC man um, is also on the short list. Ah, OC man, look, let me tell you something about OC man. Number he's, one, he's, he's becoming injury, he's, he's prone, injury yeah. prone, but it's a lot of upper body, it's not muscle injuries, yeah. it's a lot of upper body injuries. He likes breaking his face because this kid just goes 100 miles an hour, yeah. against defenders, yeah, and then comes out hurt. Um, oh, man, it, you know, it actually gives us some, some stuff, yeah, man. but the, you guys have to work on how he, he should uh, uh, be applying his uh, physicality, mm-hmm. um. So you guys have OC man, but OC man, you know Victor. I like I like Victor OC man a lot. Yeah, Jonathan think, David, uh, Jonathan Davis. But I keep saying you guys should you guys should have gone for these guys earlier in yeah. uh, in the summer, um, especially Jonathan Davis because mm-hmm. if this kid does well this World Cup, you best believe you guys His are going to be paying going up. a premium. Oh yeah, to His get price him. is going up for a sure. Premium for sure to get this kid. For sure. Um, but I think I think right now Todd Bowley is kind of like taking you know at this moment this guy. It seems like this guy don't care about money, bro. He just yeah, yeah, he wants yeah. to he wants to get it and get it right. So next time, then the system will just run itself, mm-hmm. right? The, I I I think that's what he's trying to do to make the system so good that the system just runs itself, right? Mm-hmm. So he doesn't care right now. He said he's probably thinking let Jonathan have that last season. Let's see how he do how how he does, and then we'll 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 we'll, we'll go in for the kill, right? But if 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 we're not able to acquire Jonathan, we got we got Ivan Tony, we got Victor Osimhen, and we got some other people in there as well, right? Mm. There's also talks about Gabriel Jesus coming to Chelsea, but I hope nah, that's he's like not, he's not coming. That's not happening. That's a, that's a that's a mad rumor. So, but yeah, so um, Bully's just waiting. At at some point, he's gonna pull the trigger. He's gonna pull the trigger on a lot of players. Christopher and Kunku is already pre-agreed. We also have Liao that we're watching very closely, but we're seeing some things where you know he's good, but the thing is, like, um, they're saying he's not too industrious. Bro, Liao is so good, man. He's good, but he's so good. but what they're saying is not that he's not good. They're saying he's not yeah, yeah, but very you can, industrious. You can coach that. You can, you coach, can coach it, absolutely. But when I've watched him, I don't, yeah. I've never seen that as a big problem. Yeah. He's... I just think I just think he's not very good defensively. Yeah, it's not even about being industrious. He's just not a good. He's not a. He's if you put him on his back foot, he's not very good. Mm-hmm. Um, on his forward foot, obviously, he looks alive. It looks ready to go. That AC um, that AC system definitely caters yeah, to him. Yeah, caters lot. caters a lot to him. Yeah. and once again, it's up to you guys to figure out what you want to do. But mm-hmm. I, at the same time, I also don't think he has going to be getting a forward. Um, uh, why? Because I think you guys have Lukaku coming back. He's a big, big shadow. Um, over you guys' uh, there's, there's also there's also reports right now that saying Lukaku will not return. So I don't I don't see how with his wages how he's not gonna return. It's gonna be it's gonna be a different situation. But I uh, Graham definitely needs to have that conversation yeah, with him, that. and they need to clear that thing up because the the quicker you clear it up, the faster we know. Hey, yeah. this is what's happening. So which is why we're also which is why we're close to appointing a sporting director. Um, actually, no, not a sporting director, a technical director, because they want a technical director and they also want a sporting director. 
Um, as so you well, say, you say you're, gonna, you're close to who's it? Yeah, guys, uh, Chris, Christopher Vivell from uh, from Bayer Leverkusen. Uh, yeah, and then um, but he also was with the RB brand. You know how Todd Bowley wants to build this multi-club fashion, right? Mm-hmm. Um, as well as uh, the Joe Shields, right? Which is a name that pissed off Manchester City. Because <laughs> Man City, was uh, Joe Shields was the recruitment guy, right? Mm. So he knows a lot about the ins and outs of Man City and the way they were doing their thing. Then the summer came and Southampton offered, hey, Bro, Joe, come over here, right? Mm-hmm. So Joe went over there. And t- um, Man City were perfectly fine with Joe going over to, to Southampton. Now, the fact that he's been touted to come to Chelsea and they're going to pay a massive fee, Bully's ready to spend. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically, Man City is really mad. They're really angry that the fact that Joe Shields had worked a lot Inside the internal, inside the internal structure, he has the ins and outs of that whole how to build everything that they want to build. So they kind of, they kind of cheesed a little bit, but hey, it's football. So Um, yeah, it's looking looking likely that it will get done, and uh, Joe Shields will be the director of recruitment. A lot of directors, man. Yeah, cool. Kudos, kudos to Bellley for figuring out that, and you know, we'll see what he wants to get. Yeah, Uh, who are you guys playing this weekend? A Brighton. We're going back home to oh. Grand Potter's baby. So uh, this should be a very good game. I definitely want to see Leandro Trussard, um in action against uh, Chelsea because as well he's been touted to come to Chelsea next season. So mm-hmm. we need to see him, how he's going to do because the pressure is going to be on, right? It'll be on. We'll be putting that pressure on him. So we'll see how he copes like that um, and see him firsthand. On how how he plays, right? Yeah. So yeah, we'll see we'll see how it goes. What's yeah. your prediction for the game? Uh, I think Chelsea would win it, two uh, one. All right. Well, yeah. you heard it here, folks. Two one. I think uh, Brighton is gonna win three um, nil. Uh, really? Yeah, man. I think you know Brighton's gonna punish the shit out of you fuckers, man. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute fucking little. He's gonna they're gonna punish the shit so? out of y'all, man. Nah, I think I think because because of how adaptable um, Potter is, I don't think it, I don't think it's gonna be a high scoring game unless if we if if our patterns come complete, mm. then I could see it being a high scoring game because the things I saw in this game against Salzburg really impressed me. It, we just need to finish it, right? Yeah. We just need to finish the the patterns. Um, and Potter, he will definitely not. Um, we won't score a lot unless the patterns work. But as well, if we are able to, um, what do you call it? Wait, 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 wait. Is Kovacic playing? Yeah, Kovacic. Oh yeah. no, yeah. fuck, bro! Okay, did you yo, see? Did you did you see the goal Kovacic scored? Uh, yeah, I did. I did. Class, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, good. Beautiful. But like, oh my Beautiful. god, Kovacic and then the and then the goal from Havertz. And uh, did, you, did you see the goal I from Hazard? Pulisic's assist. Oh yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I yeah saw it. That yeah, was yeah, clean as well, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's what I want to see. I want to see more of that. And Havertz is he he he's got this one in the bag right now. So we need to see more of him. And I still I'm still clear on this. I want mm-hmm. I want to I want more competition for this position that Mount has. The competition is Havertz. The competition, the, the competition is, is it, Gallagher, which is why I'm uh, I'm a little bit twisted. Gallagher feels more box to box. I think it's Havertz, man. Havertz, I that's feel what, like is that's, that's that's what I'm saying. I yeah. want Havertz. 
to be in that run for that position. So mm. if Mount is coming off, Havertz going on. If Havertz mm-hmm. coming off, Mount's going on. They're going to step up because what I'm noticing is Mount has like kind of like a free run, but that's because of his work rate and his mm. adaptability to systems. But there's a baller in Kai Havertz that has not been tapped yet. Even Tuchel hasn't tapped it because they're still playing him at the wrong position. Mm. If these guys, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't understand sometimes like, these guys need to go back and look at footages from all these players and see where they played that they they, they were phenomenal, mm-hmm. right? And then play them in that position and see because as much as as much as you want to play a, a player in a different position and you you think he's going to be good there, will he have the same effect and will he have the same love that he has for the other position True. and apply himself? This is why. When when I when I when I go into teams newly, I ask the players. I say, "What position do you want to play?" Right. That's the first thing I start off with. I said, "What position do you want to play?" I write it down. I jot it down. I say, "Okay, if that's your position, show me you can play there." Right. Mm-hmm. If you can play there, cool. If you can't, then I'll let you know. Hey, I don't think this position is the right one for you. You're looking a little bit off, or maybe I. Maybe I see some 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 qualities and I see okay you know we can improve it you can be better at this position mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. as 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 a coach I feel like you need to develop your players and not just develop one guy keep developing the whole squad so what I've noticed over the time is when players when you're playing players in positions that they don't like but you're telling them hey you know like I feel, I believe you can do this they have to be fully in tune with the position that you're trying to impose on them and they need to be they need to understand it and fully buy into what you're saying and how you're saying it because if they do not buy into it they're not going to give their 100% to that position you will not see their best in that position yeah. right so you need to first play them in their natural position see how they work in that natural position and then from there make your adjustments but i i believe that was something that Tuku never did Tuku just decided have it your tall you, you you score goals in in Bundesliga, but you should I, you should I, go I, ahead and do and I do think, the nine. I think Tuko did. I think Tuko played both of them, uh, but he went away from it for whatever reason. He played uh, Mount as a left ten, and he played Havertz as a right ten. Yeah, uh, they kind of acted as inverted wingers, but um, they out- operated more as tens, tens within yeah. the half spaces. And then the wing backs uh, were flying. The wing backs were flying up, giving you guys the width, yeah. and then they tucked in, giving you guys those you know creativity in mm-hmm. the, in, the, in the in those areas. Absolutely, and that's why I said. Look, I think well, that was one of the big reasons why Tuchel got fired, in my opinion. Favoritism. He needed to, it's not even favoritism. Um, yeah, favoritism, but mm-hmm. I think he kind of pigeonholed himself into one kind of system. system yeah. And he left what really worked well for him, mm-hmm. the 3 4 3. Yeah. And I think so. I had to go to like 3 5 2, mm-hmm. going to, I don't know what the hell he was going to at some point. Different things. Um, you know, and 4 2 2 2 You know, yeah, whatever <laughs> it was, I don't know what he was doing, but it also felt like he forgot that those two. You need to operate in those channels mm-hmm. for them to be very, very effective. But exactly. I don't know the team. You know the team. You say that, you know, they need to play number 10, blah, blah, blah. We all got the deal. So you're predicting 2-1. I'm predicting 3-0. Kovacic is going to be there. I think I'm nothing gonna, for Brighton. For Brighton. I, I honestly... Even with Kovacic. Even with Kovacic. Look, I think, I think I'm going to be wrong anyway. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I just want you guys to lose 3-0. So that way, that way Manchester United <laughs> yeah. can come and take the If we win... Spot. I can't even remember who we are playing against this weekend, but... Um, I think you guys are playing... Uh, uh, Newcastle? 
No, no, we already played Newcastle. Is either Aston Villa or or somebody else? Speaking of Aston Villa, Jerry got fired, huh? Yeah, I got the sack. He got and the then boot. after he left, they won four zero. Yeah, but that doesn't mean anything. I I don't really take too much salt in that. Like whenever people like, Let's oh yeah, West Ham. or playing West Ham, okay, that's gonna be a nasty game. Um, the re- I don't take too much salt in that because uh, a lot of people like always say, oh yeah, you know. They won when he, you know, what new manager bounce? How mm-hmm. consistent are you guys gonna be, right? right? So the four nil is an uplift. Uh, maybe he was a cloud over the show, uh, over the, uh, you know, over you guys' head. Mm-hmm. But I also, at the same time, I also think like some of those players need to take responsibility. Absolutely. Uh, but I especially say, Tyrone Mings. Yeah, but I, no, no, not especially Tyrone Mings. I actually have a, a soft spot for Tyrone. I think the way Gerald um, managed him was incorrect. Mm-hmm. Um, take, I think he stripped the captain arm, armband off him once, um, or benched his ass, and was like, he needs to show me that really? he can like some shit. Yeah, he did. Wow. Like, but and he, that's it fair. Like, it looked like he was but, still the captain. But like, though. but like, but like, what what I think it looked like he was still the captain. I don't know, but what I think he should have just done is don't don't speak to it in the media. Yeah, yeah. Just simply say, look, and I wanted to look at uh, have different look at different options. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tyrone is a phenomenal player. He's working hard yeah, yeah. in training. I you think got, you have to soften can, it. Yeah, I, I can see blue. him. I can see him like you know coming back stronger. But for right now, like there's a couple of things we want to do. Like mm-hmm. we're this is part of our tactical planning. We want to look at some different you know things mm-hmm. and make sure that we get ourselves uh, set up for success. Yeah. That's it. You've defended the player. This guy is fucking. He's a phenomenal professional. He's doing a great job. And in the end, um, you go you know, back we're going to back and be like, "You're a fucking shit, man. Yeah, you need up. to improve, right?" Yeah. So that's that. But um, you know, I think I didn't like the way he managed that because once again, what what more can you teach the dude at his age, mm. right? It's either you set up a tactical system that works. And he can be effective. How old is he? Um, I think he's like in his twenty, late twenties. Twenty seven, twenty six. Yeah, so twenty seven, twenty eight. Um, but I, I don't think by any means he's a fucking superstar. But I goddamn think he's a good uh, player. You could, you could be not even good. I think he can be managed differently. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't think he's that much better than Tarkowski or Cody, Connor Cody, who yeah. are just pure defenders. Yeah, yeah. But he can manage those guys uh, a lot better. Yeah. But United is playing West Ham. We beat three uh, Chelsea. Ball today, uh, three nothing. Yeah, I think scored. Ronaldo scored. Everybody scored. Great, great news. I don't give a fuck, man. <laughs> Look, um, let's just get over to the next round. And if we're serious, we better beat Real Sociedad by like fucking four nil, man. Mm-hmm. Because if we don't, the people who we're gonna see in that fucking Europa <laughs> is blood Disgusting. and thunder. There's so many good teams that are going in there. They're obviously not performing now, but usually towards the business end of the season, yeah. y'all better get ready. Um, and then speaking of which, uh, speaking of, speaking of which, um, you know, the, the, uh, to kind of add on top of that, we saw Barcelona. I, I specifically want to give Barcelona a quick segment here. Um, <laughs> I was, I was on it yesterday, man. I was really on it. How many financial levers do you need to make it past the Champions League? <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I'm telling you, man. The smoke yesterday was free. Bro, it was man. free they for got Barca. Torn. To Don't worry, shreds. you didn't have to Barca. You didn't have to pay for that smoke. <laughs> it was free, man. Oh. Yeah, they they deserve it. Yeah, they, they did. They, they actually they, did. They did. They, they had done everything. What I I mean, I didn't watch any of the games. I don't give a shit about them. I don't know who they played. I don't fucking care. They but you Inter. invested 
all this fucking money. And I do give them credit that they tried. Like, I'm yeah. not one of those people that cry about it. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I'm one of those people that if you don't succeed after doing all that stuff... You deserve to go there. Fuck, you deserve the Europa, bro. Yeah. Like, how, how do you have... Uh, uh, players of that caliber yeah. and you're not beating like I mean Inter I'm not saying it's bad like I, I keep telling everybody the Serie A is slept on mm-hmm. people don't watch this league right and then mm-hmm. and then when they start seeing players actually do weird things mm-hmm. they're just like how the fuck look even Inter is not even looking so good this season yeah. but they got them look way better than yeah, Barcelona than, than, uh, than Barcelona uh, looks mm-hmm. and and Especially that, in the Champions League. Yeah. And it, like, seems, it seems like their, there's their, a their, fight. their failure is in the Champions League. Yeah, there's a, there's a fight when these teams get there because they, they've been so starved mm-hmm. of that. This is you. They've been so starved mm-hmm. of it that when they fucking hear it, it gets them all gingered up, yeah. you know, and they're like, they're we're not getting like out. Blood and thunder. We're not getting out. Yeah. And um, The mentality hooks in. Yeah, and uh, more more power to Inter, man. Like, yeah. you know, they, they really have had a very weird season. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I think they, they, you know, deserve yeah. it and buy and um, put them put put Barca to the sword yesterday. yeah absolutely they, like Barca like, just can't deal with Bayern they really the, can't another thing too it, um, a lot of people are saying that Xavi should take Busquets and go to his next club because that's what yeah. they need so look look at this another thing too right like so Frankie De Jong the whole saga in the summer right mm-hmm. and him wanting to stay look I think Frankie was playing chess yeah, he, Mets, wants, Mets. he wants he wants his money. Yeah. Right? He yeah. wants his money. Mm-hmm. So he's playing chess so he can get his money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the same time, at some point You gotta go. He gotta dip, man. Gotta Look, dip. United are not that much better. Mm-hmm. But like on this fucking team, if you put a guy like Frankie, oh my god. Yeah. Oh my god. Frankie on United will literally solve the progression issues that we have mm-hmm. like Ericsson in my opinion is good but he's not that good well really Frank, Frankie is like Jorginho on, on steroids right? Frankie so. is Jorginho on steroids he can actually defend yeah. he can actually run with the ball he's very he press resistant pace. he has it all mm-hmm. at this age I am so like and then for him to like stay I get it you're playing chess you know you, you want your money yeah Um. so you're gonna do what you can to get that money somebody said he wanted to taste the uh, Champions League first before going to Europa <laughs> yeah I wanted to taste it first but like, at the same time I'm just like man, man maybe sometimes it's just good to like just call it a day call it and just say look man these guys really don't fucking want me here mm-hmm. Um. and then now Xavi now and also in my opinion look I like Xavi as a mm-hmm. footballer, man. Yeah. I, I got to say, he is, in in my head, one of the top two, three midfielders of all time. Mm-hmm. I absolutely love him. I, you know, fuck what everybody else says. This guy has won it all. It's phenomenal. And his footballing brain is on a different fucking stratosphere mm-hmm. on the pitch. I don't know what is his problem. Busquets over. It's, it's like, just, it's I love, just Busquets. And, and I'll tell you something. I'll tell you something. Busquets taught me how to look at football differently. Mm-hmm. When Barcelona faced Manchester United, Busquets taught me how to look differently at football. Mm-hmm. The way him, Xavi, and Iniesta play football, my footballing brain changed. And then top it, level they, Messi. They, they have, they forget Messi. All the stuff, like, look, all the stuff they would have done uh, that Messi would have gotten would have been for naught mm-hmm. without them and it was proven over and over again when they went to Spain yeah. they did it and they showed every, they showed the whole world how to do with the three of the, the triple threat in that midfield mm-hmm. over and over again look man I'm just saying 
Busquets, there's a time and place for everything. It's mm. just kind of what we say about Ronaldo. Yes. Right? Every dog has his day. Yeah. It's time for Busquets to, to put go. in his two weeks. Yeah, yeah. Right? And Javi needs to, like, look. He needs to let him go. And, and, he needs to, and he needs to look at his midfield and put the fucking Frankie De Jong in there. Now, you, now, now you play Frankie. Now you play, yeah. now you play, you play, uh, actually, no, now you play Kessie. Because, you know, Frank Kessie is there. Yeah, yeah, he's right? there, too. He's there, too. Yeah. Now you play Kessie. If you want to play Frankie, you play Frankie. Or you play him in the center-back role, mm. which you've been doing. Then you play Gavi, and you play fucking Pedri. Mm-hmm. You got your team. Mm-hmm. You've mm-hmm. sorted it out. You know Gavi has recovery pace. Even though we shit on, even though I shit on Gavi <laughs> as much as I do, I know Gavi's still an amazing player. He's going to be one one phenomenal player in the future. It's not just yet. I still think Jamal's better, but <laughs> this is the thing. You have the different squad. positions. You've got it. So mm. now it's time for you to stop playing this favoritism shit and take take Busquets yeah. out of the equation. Like, like experience is a it's a good thing. Look, bring uh, him in to close the game you know, out. Like for example, Casemiro. 31, has loads of experience. Some people are like, oh, he's too old. Look, he's, 30, Five he's, he's fucking 31, yeah. right? Sergio Busquets is like, what, 59? Like, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> There's I a think, difference there. I think he's 30. I don't fucking care. He's fucking 59, homie. Like, the way he looks. <laughs> the God way he damn. runs. Look, so he doesn't have anything to offer you at this stage. Yeah. You know, he's a guy you should be bringing off the bench. You want to secure the game. You want to pass the ball around. Mm-hmm. And you want to, like, I just don't understand what, what's going on. But anyway, they've put all the fucking financial levers. I credit them for trying to, like, stay relevant in this modern age of, like, Football on fucking steroids with all the uh, extra money being thrown on top. Mm-hmm. Um, I appreciate that the fact that they tried, but at the same time, guys, what a fucking failure if that's the case. And now it's just one season. Mm-hmm. Next season, it could be better. Yeah. Um, and then I also read a mad stat the other day that Javi has almost like a similar record to Ronald Coleman. Yeah. And a lot of people fucking hated Ronald Coleman. Mm-hmm. So it was like, yes, you know, he... You guys didn't like that dude, but then you now have another manager who has kind of similar stats mm-hmm. to the same guy. And you love what him. What the fuck? And you love him, <laughs> right? This is kind of almost the Ole like yeah, territory yeah. now, where he's like, dude, this guy fucking sucks. <laughs> and you guys are, you know, just lapping all this shit up. Now, yeah. it is one season. You can give him time, mm-hmm. you know. I think as 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 long right now, he's doing good in Barcelona and in uh, La Liga. They're not really gonna bat an eye. They would just be like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, they could say, look, it's and then, a they'll, and then they would say, we needed to go to Europa because yeah, yeah. it's the best competition. No, no, no. None of none no, of the clubs have won. I it. think they'll say it's like, yeah, it's a rebuilding <laughs> season. This is the time yeah. to do it. Like, and that's fair. Yeah, as far as they have a good record um, in the league, the but at the same time, man, like, come on, man, this is Barcelona. You guys, your standards are like fucking dropping. You know, dropping. Like, yeah. this is how United's failure started. Mm-hmm. You know, our standards like, yeah, you know, we gotta make top four we gotta make now it's like fuck you know gotta at least hang in there in europa mm-hmm. like that's how fucking shit you know uh uh you become when you accept mediocrity you Absolutely. really have to people really have to understand this like mediocrity like fucking is a is a rotten is a rotten decay disease, yeah. disease mm-hmm. that fucking sneaks up on the club and a lot of the fans are usually the ones who start off this thing because mm-hmm. they become complacent. They're like, oh, yeah, it's a rebuilding year. Don't worry. Look at Napoli. Everybody were like, oh, it's a rebuilding year. They just lost Lorenzo Insigne. Mm-hmm. They just lost Karidu uh, Kilibali. Um, I forgot the other guy that uh, they lost. There's a couple of other guys that they lost. 
And everybody was sitting there like, yo, man, these guys need to fucking rebuild. Nope. They just took what they've got and smashed it on some of a couple of, a couple of members of the team. And they're trusted, smashing everybody. Right yeah. Now. Trusted the fact that, hey, we, oh, yeah, even Dries Mertens left the team. Trusted the fact that, hey, we have fucking uh, these type of players on our uh, on the team. Mm-hmm. Let's invest in a couple of uh, key players. They got that uh, Korean kid. Yeah. And then they also have uh, uh, Guevara. Dude. Mm-hmm. That's how you do it, right? Yeah. And 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 then now look at them. They're not like taking the excuse of we're rebuilding. They're taking like responsibility. Mm-hmm. Like they're not. I don't. They haven't won anything yet. Yeah. I don't think any person should be gassing them up until they've won something. Yeah. But at least it's they're, commendable. And they're playing what they're very doing. well. They're playing fucking phenomenal. Sheesh, man. Right? They they really putting teams to swords. Man. Oh yeah, man. The, the game against Roma was intense, man. Chris Smalling fucking put his life and death against fucking that team. Yeah, and. He made one mistake. OC man went behind him. Bang. Go. Go. But anyway, yeah. that's it. And what a goal too, man. It was, was, was a nice goal. Angle. From the angle too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I want to give one shout out um, over to Alex Iwobi. He's actually stepped up. On Bro, the- I don't fucking want to hear this guy, man. <laughs> <laughs> Alex Iwobi has stepped up. I mean, like, it, it would form... With the way he's playing to the point that now it's becoming that this guy is undroppable from from the squad, right? Um, the way he's playing, how the assist he's making, not just the goals he's scoring, but the assist that he's making. I just want to see more of it. I wanted to continue, right? I just wanted to give that shout out to to Alex Wobie. He's, he's really, he's really, he's really. Honest, 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 honestly, man, I don't care, man. That game, Dude. the game against Crystal Palace where they won three zero, he ran them ragged. That's what man. everybody says, man. He runs them ragged, bro. Like he runs them ragged all the way to the mid table of uh, fucking uh, relegation. You you realize if if Everton win one more game, they are in sixth place, huh? God damn, that's how shit this league is. Yeah, fucking hell. Yeah. Um, honestly, I don't give a fuck. Um, <laughs> if Lampard takes them to six, that's actually pretty commendable. But that's not good enough. You gotta win a trophy. Look, I don't care what anybody says, man. Like I know people. Uh, I've actually like I've said this. I've really been looking at this, and people hate. There's a Luke crowd, the Lug. I don't know if you've heard of them. Love that? United, hate Glazer, uh-huh. and these are guys that come up and they have like a trophy. They call it trophy logic, mm-hmm. and trophy logic is where like you have to win a trophy mm-hmm. to kind of be worth anything. Yeah. And I think I mentioned it before the other day. I'm like, what is the point of competition? To win trophy. To win. Yeah. If you came second, you didn't win shit. Mm-hmm. If you came third, you didn't win shit. If you came fourth, you didn't win anything. Yeah. And all the way down the drain. Yeah. If you come 17th, if you come 18th, if you come 19th, if you come 20th, you're in a relegation battle, man. Yeah. So, but that what is, is the, for for the for the for the some somewhat smaller teams? What is the criteria? For the smaller that teams, the criteria is to off. win. That they never is to win. Leicester won. Some will never win though. Leicester won. Yeah, Leicester won. Leicester won. Yeah, they put. They also made investments. They got. They got. Uloya. Uloya. What they call his name? Uloya. Uloa. Uliokiora. No. Yeah. Nobody. Nobody. We can't fucking remember how to pronounce his name. Who who bought that motherfucker? Yeah. But Kante was the main piece that. Yeah. But where did they buy Kante from? There you go, guys. Like yeah. you get, this is why I keep telling everybody: people's in the 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 Premier League invests poorly. Mm-hmm. They invest so poorly. The amount of money they throw away. Yeah. They buy a player. The player doesn't work. Well, Leicester. I, how did Leicester get it right? Arsene Wenger proved that that theory so right such a long time ago. 
when he when you just said uh, that they've been doing it poorly, right? Arsene Wenger was the one who went against the grain. Always went against the grain. He was buying players from different places that people didn't even know existed. Well, he, he still bought some solid players. Yeah, but he like, bought some I, solid but players, like, but he also but, topped it up with like yeah, like he had a yeah. he got a good mix. But mm-hmm. I still at the same same time you have to be mindful of like how you how you buy right because eventually Arsenal Wenger started buying shit. Yeah, and then they only were making top four, and Arsenal fans started hating him because yeah. that's all they fucking did. Top four, that was it. Mm-hmm. So that my only my only thing like. You know what is what is the point of competition? What is the point? Why why do we why do we why do we compete? Mm-hmm. It is to win, and I can make a statement for Leicester, but at the same time, nobody knew who goddamn Mares and fucking Kante were. Yeah, nobody. You you can't tell me that. And then fucking Robert Hughes, that everybody that was playing for Stoke City that mm-hmm. nobody wanted. Wes Morgan, who where the fuck did he come from? Yeah, right. Um, uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh. Uh, yeah, like Albmark Albrighton, like all these dudes, man, that nobody knew goddamn who they were. Mm-hmm. The other thing too as well, Leicester, the other day, won a fucking trophy. Yeah. They won an FA Cup. I don't like Brendan Rodgers. I don't want him to ever coach my team mm-hmm. because I don't think he's fucking a good, a good enough coach, but he's a coach that secured a trophy for Leicester. Yeah. You can go out for win, winning those things. If you're a small club, I'm not saying you can win the Premier League when it compares like money wise and how much it costs to pay play, pay player uh, purchase players. I think that's the wrong metric. People usually people people you look at a metric of like oh I'm gonna um, I need to I need to purchase a player for fi- uh, uh, for uh, what do you call it fifty million mm-hmm. and if I pay, pay fifty million. I can absolutely get this player on my team, yeah. and this is what he's gonna fucking do. Mm-hmm. That is the wrong mentality. You should be looking at it like I need to find value in the market. Yeah. I need to find good players that play for strong teams that can make the push up, mm-hmm. just like your Wild Adams mm-hmm. who got relegated with Newcastle. Yeah. Your Andre Robinson who got relegated with fucking um, Hall City. Mm-hmm. Your um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, your uh, uh, you know, not Maguire. <laughs> God forbid. Uh, your what's your other players? Um, geez, uh, your Kantes, your mm-hmm. Mareses, you know, your Loas. These guys that you know, even though he sucks, Loas sucks, right? Yeah. But even Vardy, these were up and coming players that people should have looked at, picked, mm-hmm. invested on, got them on the cheap, but they did not do it. They just simply did not. They, they, in they, this line they because yeah, because they went on the line. They were not the the hardest item. Yeah. So guess what? They're not getting into they, the they did not look at them and then yeah. eventually they paid the price. Yeah. They paid the price. Absolutely. So if you're a small team, you don't have to worry about Europe. Mm-hmm. What are you doing with your fucking time? FA. You know? What FA? There's no FA now. When Manchester United and fucking Arsenal are absolutely battering themselves, playing trying midweek. To, trying to get what them. the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. They should they should that's the thing, right? I don't think they're gonna be they don't I don't expect them to do well. Mm-hmm. I don't expect them to win. I don't expect the billions of dollars spent on like Pep's teams and you know the 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 type of investments made on the Liverpool side. I don't expect that to like you know, but I but I expect you guys to compete, mm-hmm. to fight. When you face these teams, you don't roll over for their asses. Mm-hmm. You don't take it. You fucking fight. Mm-hmm. That's what we expect, and the expectation should be that. And try to fight for a trophy. Win yeah. the Carabao Cup. Absolutely. Win the FA Cup. Yeah. All right, man. Yes, I believe that's it. That's it, guys. That is it. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Um, If you guys like, follow us on Podcast CBF um, and uh, other uh, Instagrams and Twitter. God bless. (laughs) (laughs) Take care, everybody. Cheers.